0: Good evening, everyone. This is Pastor Jay Morgan and Director of the Appalachian Prayer Center Ministries. Uh, Welcome to today's episode of Stay Focused. Man, I am so excited about today. Uh, Man, we have have had several good episodes teaching the last several weeks, but tonight I'm going to do things a little different. Here in just a couple minutes, I'm going to bring on a really good friend of mine, Wayne Newsom from Birmingham, Alabama. And we're going to spend tonight just encouraging you to stay focused on what the Lord is currently doing. Now, uh, you know, in today's culture and world right now, in the middle of all the uncertainty with COVID-19, the coronavirus, it's easy to get fixated on what's going wrong in the world. And we don't want to downplay the fact that people are suffering around the world, that people are dying. But in the midst of this, uh, I just firmly believe that we have to stay focused on the fact that That darkness will never prevail, that the church of Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will continue, and the gates of hell, Jesus said, Upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell not prevail against it. We just have to continue focusing on the fact that God is always in control, Jesus is still Lord, and there is a praying church. And as I often say, in West Virginia, but in Appalachia, in America, and around the world. And tonight, I want you to meet a good friend of mine who is part of this praying church in Appalachia. And um, after I bring him on, we'll talk a little bit about how we actually met. And uh, just, uh, it's still fiddling with technology here, just a little bit. I want to make sure, you might give us a second or so to make sure everything is working. Um, but Wayne Newsom, so good to have you on brother. And, um, just, just go ahead and say something for me. Let's make sure you're working.
1: Well, I'm here, Jay. God oh, bless you. you
0: <laughs> awesome. Hey, listen, um, a lot of you guys, uh, who's connected with the prayer Alliance, you, you met Wayne and his wife, Judy, uh, at the, uh, uh, at the Appalachia, uh, prayer revival summit here at Appalachia prayer center ministry last July. And listen, Wayne, I'm just really glad to, to have you on uh, uh, the the uh, program tonight. Stay focused.
1: Thank you, brother. Glad to be with you.
0: And hey, listen, uh, I want to talk just a minute, and you can jump in anytime you want, but I want to talk. You you might have to wave your hand a little bit because, you know, I get going, and sometimes you've <laughs> given me a couple of years. You know how it is. Um, but um, let me I, – I, I'm getting a message here from someone. Let me make sure that I don't have anything weird going on. I, I think that it's all good. Okay, so, uh, uh, well, uh, I want to talk a minute about how we met, and then uh, some some of the guys know this story a lot, but do not. Uh, so I want to talk about how we met and the circumstances around that, and then we want to talk about what God is doing in Birmingham. But um, a little over... Uh, well, let me back up a little bit uh, in the summer of July. The Lord began to put in our heart to to uh shift from just a local church ministry to having a prayer center ministry and He told us specifically to begin praying for the, the Appalachian mountain range um, by December. He had uh been speaking to us about praying for twelve Appalachian states from Alabama to New York, and during that time uh, what the Lord was speaking to us was this. But the wind of the Holy Spirit is beginning to blow, and from uh, New York to Alabama, the river of revival is rising. And so, we were just praying for all these states, we were praying for Alabama, we were praying for all these things. We had a had a um, um when 2018 began from New Year's Eve all the way to January 6th, we had 144 hours of continuous prayer to prayer center. Uh, we took a half a day to pray for all these 12 of these Appalachian states. Uh, sometime later, uh, after a board meeting at the end of January, the Lord began to, to reveal to us just three key areas in Appalachia uh, mountain range, and one of them was Birmingham. The Lord continued to to emphasize to me to pray for Birmingham. Um, we, uh, I, I shared it with the people I was there with, and I, I honestly, I felt such spiritual resistance when this was going on that I asked them if they would help me organize a week later a 24-hour prayer event. And, and so we did that. And one of the major focuses of that prayer event was Alabama and Birmingham. And I'm not going to go into every detail, but the Lord spoke to us and, and during that 24-hour prayer event and sent us to Birmingham. Uh, he told us to go. I ran this by some other people. We prayed into it and kept feeling that we should go. Uh, within just a few hours, uh, my my home nearly flooded. I mean, the river raised, uh, the the literal river was higher than than it, it had been in years where I lived. And, I you know, we were even moving things from lower levels. It's just a lot of concern. Um, fast forward to Monday, and the only thing I knew for sure was, is I was not going to go to Birmingham that week. But on Tuesday, the Lord spoke to me again, and I called up some friends. And on Wednesday morning, we jumped in our car and we were driving to Birmingham. We thought that we might be meeting up with someone for prayer. That didn't that didn't work out. But on the way, one of the guys found out about a prayer event that was going to be happening. Uh, it was called, what was the name of that prayer event? It just slipped my mind.
1: It was a uh, missions Birmingham's Cry for Birmingham Prayer Breakfast, and the yes. mayor of the city of Birmingham was there.
0: Except we the, the, the post we saw just said, cry for Birmingham. And it had an address, which was reason's bank. And so we just knew we were going to go by there and find, you know, four or five guys outside (laughs) strumming some guitars, praying, you know how us prayer people do sometimes. And, and we were going to go encourage them, jump in our car, uh, you know, and then just head back toward West Virginia. We're going to stop off one more place and pray. And, and sure enough, though, when we got there, we couldn't find anybody outside and um, we went inside. This was how we found out about it was off, actually Paul Hughes, Kingdom Forerunners, um, had just on their calendar just had this cry for Birmingham and the time and the place. And so well, we went inside to ask about the, de- like, is there a prayer meeting here? And they said, you mean the mayor's prayer breakfast. And next thing we know, we're upstairs looking into this room. With all of these people, the mayor's prayer breakfast, and I knew for sure that we didn't belong. I mean, we had just we had just rolled out of bed, brother. <laughs> uh, we waited for just a little pause. I stepped in and asked. Uh, later on, I found out his name's Kevin Moore. If we could could just come in and slide in the corner, we did. Had a wonderful time, but after that, we met you. And, uh, actually I was talking to someone else and one of my guys said, you got to come and meet this guy by the name of Wayne Newsom." And so uh, we met you and, um, uh, I'll let you tell about that interaction now. Uh, the first <laughs> time I met you and and then, uh, then I'll pick up on the story. Go ahead.
1: Well, uh, actually it was February 15th, 2018. I, yes. I will never forget that day, Jay. Uh, two days prior to that, I was at, uh, uh, Michael French's uh, uh, Patria Ministries annual meeting and uh, I was sitting in that meeting on, on would have been that uh, Tuesday, I think when you were about to say, okay, I'm, go- I'm going. You left on Wednesday. Well, on Tuesday at the Patria meeting, I was just sitting in that meeting. I don't remember what was happening, but the Lord just out of the blue spoke to me and says, I'm going to give you three strategic connections and I, I, I don't know what to make of it. I wasn't I thought it was the Lord. <laughs> well, two days later when you were talking to Kevin Moore and he, he said you need to meet Wayne Newsom, and you came over and you looked at me and you said I have a word from the Lord for you. <laughs> yep. So I was, sit- I was sitting in there. I got up my phone. I started recording what the Lord was giving through you and standing next to me was a Pastor Charles Davis and uh, so that Two of the three strategic connections God says he's going to give me, gave me two days after he told me. And one was you, one was Pastor Charles Davis. And all of this is connected, Jay. I mean, with you, it's the prayer and revival. With, with Charles Davis, it's the discipleship component. The discipleship is to sustain the com- coming move of God. And then come to find out you just released a series of books on discipleship. So revival, prayer, discipleship, it's all interconnected. So praise the Lord. What a wonderful day. I'll never forget it, Jay.
0: Absolutely, brother. (laughs) Um, I I remember after meeting you, and then next thing I know, we're in the back of your car. You're taking (laughs) us around the city. We prayed over a couple of spots with you. We went by the
1: uh, 16th Street
0: Baptist Church, Church where those those bombings and things happen. And and we just stood on that ground and prayed, and just yeah. um, uh, and 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 we we just remember several messages that the Lord gave us about Birmingham, and and I I'd never the most I'd ever been in, in Alabama is when I was uh, fifteen or sixteen, and I was traveling with some other people, and we just went through a piece of Alabama to get somewhere else, and I I'd just never been to Alabama. The most I know about <laughs> Alabama was Leonard Skinner, Sweet Home, Alabama. I mean that's, that's honestly, and um, I, I just. But man, the Lord has burned uh, your city and my heart um, at the end of January, and then we were there. Uh, at the, you know that prayer service we had in, in January, then the one we had specifically in February. Then I met you. I've been. I was trying to remember since that time. Have I been? Was it been seven
1: or eight times? I've been seven times, Jay. Seven times, yeah. seven including times. February, including the first time we yeah, met. Yeah, including seven the times. first one. We've
0: adopted uh, you in this city, by the way. <laughs> yes. Listen, some of you know I was on a I was on a call with you earlier today, and with several of the leaders there in, in the city of Birmingham, and just thinking of all these dear people that have become good friends of mine over the last yeah, couple of years, It's just amazing how that that in the middle of revival, when the Lord told me in um, July to begin to pray for the region um, and to have a prayer center ministry. Um, Wayne, honestly, my, my thoughts, because I was always a go, 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 go person and do and do and do. And our local church community, I mean, we were extremely active, exhaustingly active at, at times with, with our <laughs> local community. And it was, it was hard for the Lord, because, for me rather, because I felt like the Lord was pulling me into the secret place. I Amen. thought it was a lifetime assignment that I would just go into prayer and maybe do nothing else. But I knew, I knew in my heart that if that's all it was, that, that was enough because prayer is Amen. doing something, you know. Amen. And, and I was a learning curve I was in, but little did I know he did pull me into that secret place and didn't have me do much for several months. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of propelled me and, and, um, into all of these assignments around prayer. And little did I know when I said yes in July, I thought that I would just kind of go into seclusion. Little did I know all of the kingdom relationships that He had in mind, the where there is a network now of praying people. Uh, if you watch my show, uh, this the stay uh, stay focused uh, program at all, you I talk about West Virginia prayer alliance a lot. But wow, I, I and what the Lord has done around the state, but. I'm just excited for all of you all to know that the state of West Virginia and the prayer movement in the state of West Virginia is connected to multiple other people of prayer all over this mountain region. Now I came mm-hmm. back to a gathering you all had in May of 2018 called mm-hmm. One Accord.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, while there during worship, I remember distinctly I was I was over by myself just kind of lying in the floor and the Lord told me that, he said that this river revival that I had been talking about that was going to flow through the the mountain range. He began to reveal to me, Birmingham had a strategic uh, role to play with this and that literally that this revival would flow from South to North. And, and, and I know in terms of effort and, and work that for what we've done, we have poured into the South and just recently began to develop uh, relationships with, uh, all up in New York and all the way in in, in the north, but um, but since the time I've been involved with your city, um, I, could could you tell us just talk a little bit about just the the revival prayer? Because God gave you a new assignment. You end up at another church. you had been at your old church for twenty some years and twenty years, yeah, twenty years. And and yeah. um, he he uh, reassigned you, kind of a, a motion to the uh, a most dead center. The church you're at, actually, interesting enough, is just a couple of blocks from the Birmingham jail where Martin Luther King Jr. wrote those uh, letters, those those extremely pivotal, challenging letters. And um, tell us a little bit of that church and how the the revival prayer had been going on.
1: Well, uh, Jay, uh, you know, as you say, I was in another church uh, in suburbs for like 20 years, and and what happened uh, when we started Open Doors Ministries International, which I'm part of, and Abba's House of Prayer is a part of that, uh, Bishop Roscoe gave us the opportunity to have our House of Prayer there. And uh, for two years, two years ago this month, we started prayer there, Abba's uh, House of Prayer in Building 2 at Living Church Ministries, uh, 6 to 8 p.m. on Monday evenings and uh, 10 to 2 on Saturdays. Now, we've changed the hours a little bit now and gone a prayer line you know during the certain uh, the virus uh, crisis but uh, we've been doing that for two years but what happened after a few months and I started connecting with the people of that church I just kept feeling drawn to that church and and uh, uh, I talked to Judy about it you know she, we had family in that church we've been part of it for let's say 20 years involved in some of the responsibilities there and uh, so I went to my pastor and, and Judy and I once we yeah, that's the Lord what he's speaking. He, I went to my pastor and just told him what was on my heart, and he knew it was God. He he blessed us. He asked me to wait for a few months till they could set in uh, some new elders and you know handle it right. And right. they laid hands on us and sent us to Titusville, the community where Martin Luther King wrote the letter from the Birmingham Jail. Yes. So we think it's very strategic there. And now, of course, what happened Absolutely. when you when you came in October of two thousand and eighteen. Uh, we had an all-night prayer meeting, if you'll recall. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And uh, and uh, Bishop Roscoe told me he said, Wayne, I, I think I'm going to have every every night. There's not not something going on with Abba's house. We're going to have a revival prayer. We did. We used to do it Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday nights. We we take Friday night off now. So, but we do revival prayer at 7 p.m. at Living Church. So prayer that's that's part of the DNA of Living Church and bishop roscoe's heart and uh he's a man of god and i'm just so glad to be a part of that church So,
0: including sunday service for a while there was prayer going on seven days a week there exactly and then it's kind of uh backed off uh to to six (laughs) and and then uh you know prior to all this quarantine and crisis but um (laughs) Wow, and then you know, uh, I know there's another church that sent the motion. Uh, uh, Pastor Rick Cooper and those guys, uh, some people in his church was pray, praying uh, five days a week. Yeah. Uh, at noon and just yeah. numerous prayer groups. Uh, there's there's new ones going on. And maybe we can come back another time and you can just talk about how God is even expanding the the prayer, saturating Birmingham I mean, with prayer for revival. It's amazing. Um, uh, Wayne, we have, um, I'm looking here at my time. I have about 12 minutes left t- tonight. So I want you to jump into this this dream that the Lord gave you and and then how that's playing out right now. And guys, I really <laughs> want you to listen to this. It's just just amazing how the, the Lord has been speaking.
1: Amen. Well, what happened, Jay? Uh, I had a dream on uh, April 28th, uh, 2018, uh, and in this dream, I saw a, a large uh, bread basket, like a wicker wicker bread basket, and it was about you know five feet by three feet by three feet. I'm going was...
0: to put this graphic up you you sent me while you talk about it.
1: Okay, uh, yeah, keep so talking. so I knew there was fresh bread in the si- in this basket, but I, I you couldn't see it. So I think the implication was, it's available. The veil's been rent but you got to go after it. It's there for the taking. And yes. uh, next to the basket was a three foot long gold key. And in the dream, the Lord spoke to me and said, if you will go after the bread, you can use the key. <laughs> so, yes. so do you have that image, Jay? Uh, yeah, it's up. Able to bring it up? Oh, 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 I can't see it, but everybody else can. Yes. Okay. But notice what's in the very center of that, that image it's a priest standing before the ark, uh, the ark ministering to God and i, I that second chronicles 29:11 when when uh, hezekiah said to the priest he says my my sons do not be ne- don't be negligent now for the lord has chosen you to stand be- to stand before him to serve him to minister to him and to burn incense so the whole manifestation of this this is, is is prayer is the central focus of it now the 12 bread baskets came six months later because you were at abba's house of prayer on after all that prayer meeting on 15th of 2018 and as you were ministering about uh, you since the, the hovering presence of god over the city of birmingham well as you're doing that a friend of mine a strong intercessor here in birmingham marissa's story she started getting a prophetic download and what well, she said? She said she saw, she knew nothing about my dream, and she said I, I, I see a bread basket. When Jay was ministering over, hovering presence god over, in, I see a bread basket. He said, she said, there's twelve overflowing bread baskets. God is going to break open the, the 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 bread the the bread and the fishes and mul- like a multiplication is going to feed the hungry. in. Wow. Alabama. He said, so call forth the twelve overflowing apostolic bread baskets. Wow. So we've been praying into that for two years, Jay, and and I'll be honest with you, at times it's frustrating because I, you know, it says, uh, you know, the the uh, it, it it's the it, it's the glory of, the, of of the Lord to conceal a matter, and it's the glory of the King to search it out. We've been searching it out; it didn't make sense until about three weeks ago, and it started making perfect sense. You want me to share about the Johnson Black Coalition? Yes, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when Jay was here for trip number seven in February, the uh, Lord had put on my heart to gr- call a great group of leaders together for something. The Lord gave me the name Joint Supply Coalition. And I got that out of, out of Ephesians 4. You know, we know that. He gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. You know what I know about But if You come on down. I think it's verse 15 or 16. It talks about how every joint supplies something. And I thought, you know what? God has knit me to a few people. I'm more, I'm connected to everybody in the body of Christ, but for God's strategic purpose and plan, he connects us with some closer than others. And so I said, I'm going to get, I got eight people together and you, and we had the first meeting of the Joint Supply Coalition. And I'm thinking 12 apostolic bread baskets. I'm thinking spiritual, spiritual, you know, what God's going to do to feed the city with the bread of life. And he right. is going to do that. But he 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 blew me away what he did he instead raised up a food network to feed people regular food and it came right at this time of crisis
0: right and at I the time of
1: crisis i could have never envisioned that now what happened there a group of seven of us came together a university professor from University of Alabama a businessman and those were nonprofit leaders, seven of us, God brought together. Happened through those joints, he did. You know, the scripture says, can a nation be born in a day? Well, let me ask this. Can a, can a food distribution network made up of 12 hubs and distribution centers, uh, can it be raised up to feed regular food to people in less than one week? Yes, it can. It happens. It happened
0: in less than, well, And thousands have been fed.
1: Uh, 8,000 in the last couple of weeks. And we're not even started yet. And, and, Jay, and this wasn't years
0: me, planning, months planning. The Lord literally put it together in days.
1: In less than a week, Jay. I, I, I'm sitting here. I'm thinking, how did this happen? Well, there's some suddenlies in God's plan. <laughs> and this was a sudden. This was but a sudden. It's a forerunner, Jay, of feeding the bread of life to the people in the city. This this prayer this distribution network God's raised up a man who's uh, going to be over pastoral care over the drive-through pickup sites and and would you believe it he had a vision about a revival in Birmingham and Appalachia in November of 2007. Wow. God's connected him with us. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy.
0: What? Wayne, one of the things I, I told people uh, this, just right before I brought you on the call, and my Internet connection right now is a little unstable. I hope everyone's getting this because this is super important. But we want to focus on what God is doing. You know, I call this this uh, program Stay Focused because it's easy to get distracted. Even as Peter is walking on the storm, there was a very real storm in front of him. There were real waves. There was real danger. But he had to keep his his focus, his eyes on what was important. And so in the middle of all this crisis, we want to just keep focusing people back on what God is doing. And so literally, God put together something you had prayed about, didn't even realize that a food distribution, a natural food distribution network was what God had in mind. But, um, but the moment he spoke it to you, within days you're feeding thousands and no. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I want to put this picture back on. Uh, you talked to me because uh, you've told me this vision many times and there's the bread basket and the key. And one of the things that the Lord just spoke to me uh, yesterday as you and I were talking is the fact that the key, a key is, is a uh, permission. A key is like authority. Authority is jurisdiction and permission. And so literally as the Church in Birmingham, and one of the things you say constantly we say is well, we know God is working through more people than than us, and mm-hmm. he's doing wonderful things around uh, Birmingham, but with this joint supply coalition, boom <laughs> uh, it's actually the natural food is giving you access and permission and opening doors for ministry. Uh, particularly at this, none of us, none of us, everyone i talk talked to says, who would have imagined that our entire nation, the world, would have shut down and quarantined in a matter of days? None of us could have imagined this. I'm still trying to process it myself, but God knew. God sees it all. And in the middle of all this, God is doing doing his work.
1: Amen. I Amen. Wanted to think of Christ. Go ahead. Oh, let me say this. you speaking of the prayer. Now get this. All these drive-through pickups now, we, we have hubs, two main hubs, one in Wylam and one in Hoover, Grace Klein community, and Pastor Charles Davis's minister, food ministry in Wylam. Then we'll have, eventually we'll have 10 distribution centers. That's the 12. That's the 12 bread baskets. Okay. Now, Individual churches and nonprofits will serve as drive through pickup sites for food. Wow. Okay, They'll be pushed from the, the distribution centers out to the drive through pickup sites. If there are people that are disabled or don't have transportation, we'll arrange to deliver food. But, Jay, every one of these people will be prayed for. We're collecting yes. their prayer requests. We, yes. <laughs> so go figure, Jay. I mean, nobody is smart enough to figure this out except God absolutely he he gets the glory and the honor we want to see jesus lifted up in this city we want to see him reign and rule in birmingham and to get all the glory
0: (laughs) wow wayne i remember when you and so many others were up here in jesse west virginia as you say in the middle of nowhere Uh, uh, you know when you came (laughs) in Uh, I met you that evening over in, in our at our county seat where you were staying in Pineville. And you said, wow, brother, this is the middle of nowhere. And I said, no, not yet. But you will get to the middle of nowhere in just a few minutes. <laughs> but you said, isn't it just like God to show up in the middle of nowhere? And uh, wow, but that, that night, I remember that night where you and so many people from Birmingham was there. And we brought you all to the front. And and everyone else from multiple states and all over West Virginia laid their hands on you all. Or we prayed. We prayed for Birmingham. And the, the worship team was singing, whatever it looks like, whatever it sounds like, <laughs> come Lord Jesus. Amen. And wow. And see, <laughs> I've heard it said so much that, you know, revival's not going to come how you think. No one could have thought this. But God <laughs> is still working through all of this. And and t- today when we were talking, and I want to mention this, and I want to have you pray, Wayne, and and um, and then it'll be about all of our time. But w- one of our dear friends are in Birmingham. Uh, Doctor Chryson, said, you know, he said, I don't know where this came from. He said, if it came from the Lord, we must turn to the Lord for answer. If it, if it's if it's government conspiracies, like some people say, we must turn to the Lord for answers. Yeah. If it's the enemy. We must turn to the Lord for answers. Our help is in the Lord. And Brother, I appreciate you being here. Uh, when we get together, we talk for hours, and I would oh, yes. love to go all night. I'm so glad so, so many more people are getting to meet you and, and, and know what God. Listen, guys, what I want to say about Wayne is I won't give his age that he can if he wants to, <laughs> but I just hope that I have 30% of the energy that he has. When he Let me put it this way. Wayne is, is like Caleb taking the promised land. <laughs> and he's like, I am more able now than I was 40 years ago. And, 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 and Wayne is a connector. Wow. Just so many different people from all over. Just the Lord has brought into his life. And he's just connected so many people. And our common denominator is Wayne. And, and brother, I thank I think God. For that day, uh, if for no other reason and I walked up into the 21st uh, floor of that Regents Bank corporate <laughs> building, and I walked into a room I probably shouldn't have been in except the Lord sent me, and I met you, <laughs> and I, think, I thank God for that.
1: Would, would oh, you pray you.
0: over us? Would you just bless the region right now, Wayne?
1: And, you, Jay, I want to thank you for not calling me Methuselah.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I did not call you Methuselah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, we just thank you. I'm just so grateful for these connections with Jay and uh, Lord. We're family. We're, I'm con- thanking you for connecting us with so many friends throughout Appalachia. Lord, we're in this together. Yes. We're in it not to not for sake of our own ministries or anything like that. Lord, we're in it just for Jesus. We want Him to be glorified. And Lord, I, as I've shared a little bit about what's ha- happening in Birmingham, as far as you know what my assignment is, I recognize too there are many un- un- wonderful. Things, other things going on in Birmingham. You say somewhere in Psalms that the counsel of the Lord stands forever, and your plans, plural, are for all generations. So, Lord, you've got more than one plan for Birmingham. I'm just grateful that you've allowed us to be part of this one, and I just bless every ministry, every prayer ministry, every pastor, the people in this city. Lord, I thank you that you're orchestrating unity among the body in the city. Yes, I thank you, Lord, that you're bringing the principality down of division over birmingham you're doing yes. it lord may, may the lord rebuke that that principality yes and lord, lord. we thank you that you're going to release a, a unity in birmingham and lord we believe that you're going to raise up a mighty revival in this city that is going to impact not only our city but it's going to flow south to north just as you've spoken through so many prophetic words throughout all of Appalachia. Lord, we give you praise and glory and honor. We want Jesus Christ and him alone to receive all the glory. Yes. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so love much, you, Wayne. Man. Thank you for being on here.
1: Love and you, brother.
0: Thank you for that prayer. We love you too, man. Hey, listen, guys, as we wrap up, I just want to remind you to go over to the West Virginia Prayer Alliance page, jump back in, some, uh, jump back on there. We'll be sharing a link here in the next few minutes of some guys leading some worship here in West Virginia as we continue this Hope and Light WV, 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday. We're worshiping and praying, and uh, thank you all for hanging out with me the last few minutes. Hopefully the technology didn't uh, wasn't too goofy, and you were you're able to hear what God is doing all over our region. Join me tomorrow. Listen, tomorrow at 6 o'clock. There's a uh, a guest I'm going to have on that's going to share a dream that they had and the the weight and significance that uh it has for this this time we're in this time of crisis we're in. Uh, we love you guys uh stay connected and stay focused on Jesus.